You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Yoja. Hey, what's up, Justin? What's going on? Uh, nothing much, dude. Doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, all right. <laughs> happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day, sir. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, basically, uh, this is what most people consider the start of the summer. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we got, you know, obviously the summer is always big with movies and stuff like that. Uh, we got, you know, some things that are coming out that are pretty pretty big for uh, horror stuff as well. So we'll definitely get into that and kind of talk about our summer plans soon. Because uh, we haven't really talked about it anyway. Uh, <laughs> no reason to lie to the audience. We don't have like a huge plan. No, we have no idea what we're doing this summer. Uh, we'll figure it out soon though. I think uh, yeah, yeah, we'll something do that should please anybody that's a fan of the show. Um, or, you know, whatever. So, um, oh, I have some ideas. I have some ideas. Oh, I do too. So we'll get there. We'll figure something out. I don't know. Yeah. So, There'll be a show. You'll get this shit. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking X because I fucking love that movie, and I know you do too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really, I really love this movie too for for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, we'll get into uh, just what what X is uh, real quick um, for those of you that don't know anything about the movie. Uh, the movie came out this year. Uh, came up in March, uh, the middle of March. Yes. And it was directed by Ty West, or T West, if that's how you're pronouncing it, because it's spelled T I. <laughs> um, I feel like it's Ty. No, it like is Ty. No, it is Ty West. I was kind of making a, making fun of the fact that it's spelled T I. Um, oh, sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he, um, you know, I remember seeing him in the movie Drinking Buddies. I know that that sounds so like fucking obscure. I, I love that. Movie. I love that movie. I didn't know you saw that movie. <laughs> really? I. <laughs> Do we just become best friends? <laughs> yup. I didn't know you liked that movie. I didn't, I didn't even know you knew that movie existed. <laughs> Fucking Olivia Wilde's Drinking Buddies? Yeah. And, and what's his face? Um, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. He was the guy. Oh, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Oh. Jack Johnson. There's no better. <laughs> yeah, I know. You <laughs> fucking... We're looking to get some banana pancakes. <laughs> uh, Jake Johnson, yes. How how Jake how Johnson the two scruffy looking hippie white dudes. I don't know how I did that, but I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I fucking love drinking. I don't want to make this drinking buddies podcast. I mean, I'm kind of no. Fuck now. it. Let's talk about drinking buddies. God, that was a great movie. Uh, I love everything that fucking. Uh, Joe Swanberg did, man. He's fucking, he's, he's great. He makes, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he makes absolutely. those kind of like, you know, like those simple those, sort those of... Those quiet grocery store movies, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, oh, man, I love Drinking Buddy. So, yeah, um, <laughs> but he was in that. He was the fucking guy that was always hitting on her at the bar. He worked at the fucking factory. The, yes, the that's right, yeah, yeah. So the yeah. tall, doofy guy. He would try to take her home and... and yeah. Um, yeah, I think she did mess around with him or something like that. Did she? Yeah, that's why he got so pissed off. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, yes. He's like, that yes. fucking guy? Because he liked her, you know, but like... Yeah. Everybody go see Drinking Buddies. Oh, man. What a great... Yeah, go see Drinking Buddies. Just go watch that right now. That was, that was it's like, streaming somewhere. Yeah, that was like a... You know, I always like put the TV on when I go to sleep. I kind of like need something like on to sleep. Um, This is very private for the mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, whatever. I'll leave it in. <laughs> but... um. 
and I, that was like a, like a big go-to movie to like just sort of like zone out to and like go to sleep it's just like you know it's like one of those kind of like good feeling movies you know um right yeah fucking ron livingston too yeah yeah what a, he, he he's always just like a great douchebag he is yeah yeah oh very yeah if, <laughs> if you meet somebody who's kind of likable but not really you yeah. get ron livingston he's got that fucking face <laughs> he does have that fucking face he does. Um, who? Oh my God! Who was it? Oh, oh, Anna Kendrick. I was trying to remember who and, the yeah, other girl was. She was, was. Anna, Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Like, yeah. what a oh, great man. cast, right? Like everybody in there. It is a great cast. At the time the movie came out, because this movie was like, well, like a little over a decade old, I think. But like mm-hmm. that movie had like like that was the it cast. Every fucking yeah. all four of those people, they were like the it people. Yeah. It's not the movie's not full of itself. It's just a good, chill out movie. Fucking yeah. drinking buddy. It's real simple. I mean, it almost has no plot, right? It doesn't have a plot. None of his movies do. <laughs> That's the thing. Right, right. Yeah. Let's follow these people and see what happens. It's just people being people. Yeah. I and mean, that's what I fucking love about it. Yeah, who doesn't like to watch people do stuff? <laughs> you know, or people or people talk about things like, like we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just... Listen, if you enjoy being a voyeur... Which like you're gonna most, love this yeah, fucking movie. Most of the world is at this point with social media. And yeah, stuff pretty stuff much. Like that, yeah, that just goes to show. You know, friendship as long as ours, right, and as strong as ours, there's like always little surprises. Still, you know, uh, good, oh, yeah. good surprises. <laughs> it's not good surprises. Good surprises. <laughs> yeah, some people have bad surprises too. We haven't had those, but I hope not. Well, wait until I tell you about the bodies in the basement. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's really funny. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that you were a big fan of the movie. You fucking loved it. Well, well, yeah, I am. I love it. Well, Ty West was in that movie. I mean, I think he did acting more than directing. But, um, but this movie uh, is his movie, his baby. He wrote it, produced it, directed it. Uh, mm-hmm. It starred Mia Goth, and she's. Um, Mia Goth was in uh, that's uh, Suspiria remake that they had recently. That was actually pretty good. That's okay. Yeah, yeah that's trying to figure out where you knew her from. That it took me a while. Yeah, too. I knew she looked familiar. I couldn't figure out why. That's why she, she has a distinct look. So it's like I know even if you saw her once or twice, she'd be like, "Yeah, there's something I saw. I saw her before." Like you know, you have that 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 connection. And and she's also apparently in that show Emma, which I don't watch or know anything about, but I know it, it does very well on Hulu. Um, so she's the star of the film in more ways than one, actually. And I didn't know that at first. Um, Me neither. You mentioned Jenna Ortega. She's in the movie because she's been pretty big lately in a lot of horror stuff. And uh, and then we got Brittany Snow, who God, God hasn't seen Brittany Snow in like forever. <laughs> and Pitch Perfect's Brittany Snow. Um, well, she, oh God, wasn't she in like Prom Night, the Prom Night remake? She was in the Prom Night remake, yeah. And a lot of like those teen movies from the early aughts. Yeah, yeah. Like John Tucker Must Die and Hairspray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen her in fucking forever, like in a movie, because like, I could just like associate her with those movies, and then she just like faded away, you know? Uh, but but now she's back, and we see quite, <laughs> quite a bit of her, actually, so. We do, uh, we do. Yeah, and uh, there's some of the people uh, that I don't know who are in this movie. I'm sure they've been in things that I maybe have even seen, but I don't really know who they are. You got Martin Henderson, Owen Campbell, and uh, Stephen Err. And right, yeah. It, I don't think I've ever seen any of no, those guys. No, We're not giving anything away. The movie's about a bunch of young filmmakers who are going to um, a house they rented out in Texas to film a porno film. And, yeah. And that's that's the movie. You know, it's, it's very, very reminiscent of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it does not hide that at all. 
The movie takes place. No. Yeah, the movie takes place in 1979, and it looks like it's a movie that was filmed in 1979. That that's the thing I really wanted to stress with this. Yes. First of all, I, I mean, a as much as I love the movie, one of the reasons I love it so much is because it's so fucking good looking. Yes, but like in that grimy, ugly '70s grindhouse sort of way. All right, like like I, I was thinking about this while I was watching it. Like you take something like I, I don't know. I'll use an, I'll use Stranger Things for an example, right? Because like that's a that's a show, whatever, same thing that that takes place in a certain decade, right? And so what they do mm-hmm. to like show you like we're in the '80s is like the product placements, obviously the clothes. The music, even like the original music, is like synth pop, you know. So like everything is yeah. done to match that, but it is filmed in a high definition camera, right? So, right, which is great. You know what I mean? This movie was filmed to look like a movie in the seventies. So that if you put it on twenty years from now and didn't know anything about it, you would maybe categorize it as a movie that was actually filmed at that point because it's it's not it's undistinguishable except for the actors, which even most of them are unknowns, you know. That was one of the genius parts of this movie, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. like, like you, you just kind of said it before. Like, it really, really like uh, attracted me to it, and it, and it kind of like kept my interest, and it made me kind of really like appreciate this movie a lot more than I would have if it was just something that had the same plot but didn't have that heart in it. That is huge um, because when it when they do these things well, like it is really impressive stuff. Because they capture so much nostalgia in a movie that's brand new. Like, it's just hard to explain. Like, it's very, very well done. Very well put together. And it's it's not even just the nostalgia fact. As much as that does play a part in it, it's just a fucking good movie. Well, there's that too, right? Because (laughs) it's different. So, like, so getting into the movie a little bit more now, because we're going to talk about the movie, because it's been out for, like, you know, two months or so. And, you know, I think that if you haven't seen it, maybe... uh, you don't want to know much about it, as, as, as we always tell you, you know, we're going to talk about it, so just check it out, and then please come back and listen to the podcast, don't forget about us. Um, but, uh, and see if you feel the same fucking way. Maybe you hate it, you know what I mean? Um, and of all the horror movies that came out so far, and it's only May, but this is my favorite one, uh, hands down. Oh, hands down. Hands, hands down. down. I would yes. highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're a fan of slasher films, uh, if you're a fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and, a, and like, if you're a fan of boobs, <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess that that does that too. I mean, you could just watch porn, I suppose, but um, there, there's a lot <laughs> of that in here. Uh, if that's the reason why you're coming, I guess no pun intended, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess they'll satisfy that. That's not really any interest of mine, but it has all the slasher tropes to offer everybody. You know, the look of yes. it. Uh, you know yeah. the, the, the cast, the story, all that stuff. You know the gore; it's all fucking there. Um, and honestly, yeah. I haven't seen anyone get this right in a long time. It is the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that the that the new one was trying to be. It's not because the new one didn't try to be anything like this. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, let me rephrase it. It's the one it wanted to be. Put it that way. Okay. Yes, yeah. that that makes more sense to me. And I said this like a while back. I think the first time you brought it up on the show. Um, before I think you even saw the movie, I, I flat out told you, like, we got a really great Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie this year, and it was called X. Yes, you did say that. That's right. Yeah. If I wasn't a lazy man, and I'm a lazy man, Justin, I'd pull that clip up and put it in here. But I'm not going to fucking do that. Well, we don't have to, because I just said it again. Yeah, and then you could just watch the episode, guys. I don't know which one it is. Just listen to all of them. <laughs> it's, it's, somewhere, <laughs> it's somewhere tucked in there, you know. So. Start with one and work your way up. 
Yeah. Um, like I said, these these group of filmmakers, they rent out this uh, house on, on a farm. And yeah. the farm is owned by uh, this the very um, old, old couple. Uh, Howard and... Pearl. Pearl. That's right. it. Pearl. I knew it was something with a K. I, didn't, I remember the, her name. I didn't remember the guy's name. So... Howard and Pearl, the old, you know, couple that live on this farm. So, like, see, the thing that works with that is, like, they're so old-looking that they're not a threat to us, right? Like, like you don't see the right. people and you're like, oh, shit, dangerous people. Because they have dangerous ideas, right? They're, like, extreme, like, eh, let me But they're so old and feeble-looking, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely have that, like, you know, um, Westboro Baptist sort of, like... Uh, yeah, feel to them, yeah. Right? you know, like that, that. That's sort of like, you know, when you you sort of take religion and you, you use it like in a dangerous way. That's that's sort of what. It, yeah, what it comes like that as. fundamentalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, if we have those views out there, we lost them in good fucking riddance, I suppose. Um, no, we didn't need them anyway. We don't fucking need you. So, that's who these people are, and you know, I, I feel like. Um, they're not a threat to us, you know. They just don't like that. There's a cup, a, a bunch of kids filming porn on their on their property, which they do wind up finding out. Not that they announce it; they don't tell them that. They just kind of find no. out. Here's the weird thing about the movie: is like the the old woman Pearl, like she's still like you know she's still got a libido, like she's she's trying to fuck her husband and stuff, you know. And they're old people. Like, right. It's like turning her on in a way, but then also like bringing out like some repressed violent uh, stuff. Because yeah, one hundred percent. These yeah. old people are our killers, in fact, <laughs> which is just insane. More, more, more Pearl than, than yeah. Howard. Oh, Howard, Howard does some killing, you know. Um, he does, yeah. he does. But this is like it's mostly Pearl's idea, you know. Yes. Like this is this is this is it's all Pearl. <laughs> bonkers, man! Like it really is. Um, yeah. So yeah, like and and we get. What we always love to get in these kind of movies is these like creative, sp- practical effect type kills mm-hmm. by an old woman, <laughs> no less. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, we got some really great kills in this movie. Uh, but the, like, that's the thing. Like the movie isn't even a, about the kills so much. I mean, as as amazing as they are, this movie has like it, it has something to say. It it, it is very much about. Um, the aging process it is about that a the aging process but also b there's 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 that undercurrent of like we mentioned the 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 whole like fundamentalist uh you know how how much can that upbringing kind of fuck you up right They, they they just they talk a lot about a thing that's in a lot of slasher stuff which is sex right like we actually they like it's not well yeah yeah like you're not just like it's not in it. I mean, it's in it for the purpose of just being in it. Obviously, like that's just it, it sells. Obviously, everybody like that's right. not. That's not. Well, I mean, that's kind of the crux of the movie, though. It is it's, right. That's they're, they're, they're filming it. Like, there's always like strange layers to the movie that like it, it's it's so silly almost to sit there and think about it in these terms. But like it, you're right, there is like things that it's saying for just a gory slasher film, you know, on its surface, you know. But they talk about like you know these people have conversations about what sex is all about, you know, and. Yeah. Like, so there's, like, a big conversation about that, too, which is something that, like, in a slash movie, it's just like, oh, it's evil, and you die for it. You know what I mean? And that's what's happening. Yeah. And, like we said, religion does play a huge part in this movie because it's something that um, our main character... We wound up finding out our main character, Mia God's character, uh, whose name is Maxine. She's, like, the main porn star. 
you know, she came from, uh, you know, a very conservative Christian family, you know, uh, we don't really yeah. find that out towards the end, sort of, because um, we keep seeing this TV preacher, like, you know, throughout the, throughout the movie. Yeah, he's kind of sprinkled throughout the movie. You see and it him isn't until the, the end where he's, it's revealed that it's like her father, basically, right? I mean, that's pretty yeah. much yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's her father. Yeah. There's a, like you said, there is a lot going on in this movie. The movie just has a lot to offer while being like just yeah. a slash movie because it has like all this like the satisfaction you need from those kind of movies it does you know like the like i said the kills are really well done and they're different oh yeah very different stuff very. yes you know um like the the one with the fucking alligator <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh that's that's the first one that always comes right? to my mind yeah man like it's, it's but oh my god wait before even that kill happens you have that really amazing intense yes moment earlier with Mia Goth in the lake being followed by the croc. Yeah. And it's like, like you're literally sitting there watching this. She has no idea. And no, you get no, those beautiful, like overhead shots. Oh my God. Right. Dude. With the, with, with, like, with him tracking. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And there's a lot of tension because we don't know who's safe. Like any slash. Right. So like you, like I, I miss that. Like I miss like, like having a group of people where like you know like all right these guys are gonna get killed off right and like we we don't like every moment could be like their last moment so like there is a tension and there's like an excitement like oh you know and an anticipation of like oh how are they gonna do this what's it gonna look like you know i guess it's like you know like it's a it's just like the joy of a slasher film i guess right and like they they bring that back in this you know because you actually give a shit about the characters a little bit too because they have personalities like they have things to say you know um they definitely like they definitely play like the 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 typical you know tropes that these movies play where you kind of you kind of don't give a shit about them but then like they he does something a little bit different to each character to make you care a little bit about it than you i was just gonna say yeah i was just gonna say initially yeah you kind of can look at them at first as just like killer generic yeah yeah, killer fodder. But it's weird because in a normal slasher flick, you would hate some of these characters, right? And be kind of rooting for them to die. That was not the case with this movie, I found anyway. Like, even the sleazy fucking producer was still kind of likable, you know? Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. Like, you're right. He did something different with this movie. I mean, he did a lot of things different with this movie. Honestly... Hands down, this is this movie is like in my top three for the year so far. Oh, like not even not even just horror movies, just movies in general. Oh, I agree with you. Oh no, I I agree with you. I agree with you definitely. I I, like I don't I can't I really can't sing its praise enough. I'm and I'm trying to think like, well, is there something that I wasn't a big fan of? And there's fucking not. Like, there's nothing I had a complaint with. Me neither. Like me neither. I, I I can't sit here and criticize anything no, about it because just, everything was just so well yeah, done i just want more and and that was the getting it. surprise is that we are getting more <laughs> now you when you first saw it you i didn't, didn't see get this. what i got no i didn't all right so uh, um because you didn't see it in the theater right i didn't see it in the theater i know you went so so all right so you went to the theater to see this movie and you told me about it and i was like yeah. i was like oh i'm jealous man i'm like it's not really playing here anywhere uh, oddly enough like especially a time that i could go 
you know, because I could have right. gone into like, you know, deep into the city or whatever to see it like at these like obscure theaters, but it wasn't anything closer to home. So I was like, I'll just wait for it to come out and I'll, I'll, I'll rent it like video on demand. And that's what I did. You did see in the theater when you were texting me about it and you like refused to talk about the movie until I saw it and we got to talk about it on a podcast. That's like, that, that's it. Yeah. Like we weren't talking. We so this is really the first time we've ever talked about it. Although we both, I've been we, waiting months to talk to you about this. Movie. Well, yeah, because you saw it in April, I believe, and I saw it at the end of April. Um, I I saw. I think I saw it like opening uh, weekend. Oh, you saw it in March, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was later on, but okay, yeah. So I didn't see it till like the end of April when it was on video on demand, and there there's a, I guess a um after credit scene that's a trailer for another movie and i did not get that when i rented it vod uh it wasn't on there and i as as my as my fans my peeps i have my, my you know for my peeps out there they know i watched the trailers i mean they, they know i watched the, the the credits you know um right so yeah. i didn't watch it and i didn't see a fucking thing and then you were like so upset <laughs> you were so upset and then you wanted to explain to me it was a, a trailer for the movie that they shot back to back with this movie yep. that no one fucking knew about, which was a prequel to this movie called Pearl about the old woman before she was an old woman. Yes. Now, okay, uh-huh. let's get into that a little bit. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> there's more so, to say about that too. <laughs> oh, there's so much to say. So, okay. So I'm sitting there and I do the same thing. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to sit through all the credits, whether there's a fucking scene at the end or not. I'm going to sit through the credits. Sometimes I'll have to get up before the, you know, like when the credits first start, if I got to hit the bathroom, I'll go hit the bathroom, I'll come back, I'll watch the rest of the credits, which was not the case this time. I just sat through the whole fucking thing. But in any case, I'm sitting there watching. I did not expect for there to be anything at the end. And then this trailer pops up for this movie Pearl. Now, at first I thought it was maybe a joke. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, like a, like, a real trailer, like, 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 like a mock trailer, like, 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 like a mock trailer for like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, like yeah. Thanksgiving in, uh, um, the Grindhouse Grindhouse. films. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I thought. And then afterwards, I found out, no, this is actually happening. But the, the, the trailer for this movie, Pearl, um, that's coming out, it features, once again, Mia Goth. She's not playing Maxine, though. She's playing Pearl. So I'm sitting there watching, like, that's interesting that they're going to use the same actors who played Maxine to play Pearl. I, I think that's great, because I yeah. loved her in this uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so then, like, I went home and I, like, I started looking it up. That's what I do. If I love, if I really love a movie I just watched, I'll go home and fucking IMDb it, right? Yeah. Um, which I did. And I was curious, because I didn't know, I wasn't sure who played, um, the old lady in the movie. Um, and that was also fucking the Agath. Yeah. Yep. I had no fucking clue. <laughs> right. So, yeah, she so she plays two characters in this. She plays an old woman in, like, an old, old woman bodysuit, makeup, and everything. She, unrecognizable. And they're playing... Completely. Uh, they're playing right next to each other. Never picked up on it. Not once. Never once. I knew... Never the, once. Yeah. I knew the old woman and the old man were, were, were younger actors in, in prosthetics. Because it's very obvious that, that they're, you know, that they're not actually old. Like, I, I, I knew that much watching it. Um, well, yeah, and I figured that the reason for that, for doing that, was that they had to do so much physical stuff exactly. that getting actual older actors right. to play these roles. They look like they're in their just fucking 90s. Been. Yeah, it wasn't going to work. Yeah. 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 So, I, so I understood the reasoning right. behind that. I had no fucking clue no that Mia Goth no was clue. also playing role. Yeah. So not, yeah. That was like the, that, yeah. So not only was the movie literally perfect in, in, in both of our eyes as far as like getting the tone right, you know bringing a little bit of everything into a movie, honestly. And, uh, you know, the look of it, 
uh, great actors, you know, uh, a great direction, a good, you know, great kills, right? Like everything you could ever want from this movie. It was secretly filmed with a prequel that they announced at the yeah. end. Yeah, about about the the killer, right? Played by the same person that was the star of this movie. Like, it, so I don't know much more about it. Like, I don't know if there's some kind of like tie. Like, it was it a relation to her? Was Maxine and Pearl actually related? Like, I, you know, and, and, like somewhere down right, the line, because yeah. Pearl had that like uh, televangelist on on you know that well, that that preacher on TV the whole time. You know, it was on her yeah. TV, and then we see like you know that was her father. So like I'm wondering like what well, is there a fucking is there a connection there and I guess they'll maybe explain that in the in the next movie that that, that he, that's coming out um, I don't know is there a release yeah. date for that yet um, I, I I actually just looked it up I did not see a release date for it yeah. uh, I know they're in post production right now the only thing that I read about it because I didn't like I said I didn't get to see the preview like you did um, is that uh, I I just I know just from like a description that it, it basically takes place uh, during World War One. In 1918, yes. and it's the origins. Yeah. yeah, it's like the origin story, basically, of the character Pearl. Yeah, and I, I believe it focuses on the cabin where they were filming the movie and when they all got killed. It has something to do with that place. Obviously, it does take place in the same location. I think it was. Yeah, I think uh, it was like. Well, yeah, because they filmed it back to back. I think it was that. Um, yeah, and they filmed it back to back as a period piece, obviously. You know, because now you got something yeah. that takes place in the, the 1919 or 1918 or whatever. Um, so. I, I believe it's. Uh, I believe what what it was trying to, what the description was 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 saying was that like you know I guess soldiers are taking refuge on on the farm, you know. Uh, in, I guess in okay. that in that hat in that cabin, and maybe that's okay. what it's about. Yeah. But um, there, there was so there was so many great surprises with this movie. It's got me so excited for a horror franchise. Like it's the most excited I've been about a horror franchise, and I and I, I really don't know how long, honestly. Maybe with Halloween, when that reboot came out, but it was a little disappointing. Right. So, like, the the movie after the movie coming out the, this year, I'm not as excited about. I cannot fucking wait to see what this movie turns out to be. Me neither. And I can't wait Me to neither. watch the movie And you know anyway. what? I And you know what? I don't need this to become, like, a long-running franchise. No. Either, because I think Ty West has said that he's, um, I think he said he's got three movies in mind, maybe. Okay. With the, obviously okay. Pearl being the next one, and then I don't know what the, he said. Maybe the the third one might be a sequel. Yeah, but a guy like this, you know, like I think I, I would love to see a trilogy that's just a planned trilogy, and that's it. I hope no one like tries to like take this and run with it. For no, I don't want to see anybody else touch this. I would love to see what else he's gonna do down the road. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Because this is the kind of guy that brings... I am on board something... with whatever this guy does. Yeah, this is the kind of guy that brings something different to the table, which is like what we've been talking about for a long time. You know, like, we, yeah. it's very rare that we get these things that are just new. Like, I kind of want to say, like, this, even though it's just based on this one movie, but I almost feel like he, he could be, like, a Christopher Nolan of horror, where it's just, like, he's got these great ideas that are just, like, here's an idea, making a movie, it's just the movie... That's it, and I'm gonna move on to the next movie. You know, and it's always like right. different and new, and like you know, has an exciting thing. And, and obviously, the look of it is big, and the same thing with him. So right. I feel like it's very like there's like a, a similar feel almost to it. Does that make sense? Like right. I, because yeah, no, absolutely, and it's weird because as small scale as this movie specifically was, I mean, it's it's what four or five main characters in like this one setting. As small scale as it is, the way it's shot makes it feel bigger. 
I feel like the movie got some advertisements. You know, I I, I remember seeing like some, yeah. the poster a lot and ads. You know, on things often enough. You know, uh, the posters are very very distinct. You know, um, yeah. But I don't know that they were able to really go all out on what this movie was about because of the subject matter and how much you know uh, pornography and like you know uh, gore was in it. So like. It was right. a lot of word of mouth from what I remember in the beginning. You know, people talking about like, well, this is what the movie looks like and this is kind of what the movie feels like and it's kind of, you know, a take on this and it's, you know, an homage to this and he's going to make a prequel at the same time, you know, like, there was more talks about, you know, what the movie was kind of made to be like and like the making of it than what the movie was actually about and right. and like, I, I just didn't hear enough people talk about the movie. I really didn't and I feel like that's a shame. Well, that it is a shame, but it, the thing is, it was extremely well-reviewed. It was, yes. But that doesn't always mean everything, because there's some great movies. There's some movies, like, review processes are just weird to me now, you know what I mean? Because I go look in, like, Metacritic, you know, which is kind of like one of the things I go to a lot. And, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is always just sort of, you know, a staple, too. And you look at these right. sites, and, like, the top things are always movies that, like, you never fucking see anyway. You know? And, like... They don't, they don't get attention. They don't win awards. And, like, sometimes I'll go check them out. And I'm like, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I've watched yeah. these, like, top things on there just to see what they're all about. And sometimes, I'm like, I don't get it. And sometimes they're like, oh, it's a pretty good movie. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I want, an, I want a big entertainment value in a film. And I feel like that those kind of movies are always rated low because maybe they feel like it doesn't have enough to offer, that it's lowbrow. But that's why you go to a movie theater. I mean, it's an escape, you know, um, or, or watch a movie at home. Same thing. Like, I'm not going to go and see, you know, uh, some Korean drama film because it's like, you know, as a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have nothing to say about that with you, you know, I'm sure. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean probably not, right? <laughs> but um, but, <laughs> but, but I'm going to talk about this movie with you even through text after we're done talking about it now. You know what I mean? And, like, I want to see it again. Oh, yeah. And I want to see this, the prequel and talk about that. So, like, there's something more here in terms of escape and entertainment than with high-rated films. So I'm not really... That bar doesn't really mean much to me anymore, unfortunately, but I don't feel like anyone really saw this movie. Okay, so its worldwide gross was almost 13 million. Okay. Almost 13 million. Um, which, I mean, for a you know, typical, you know, big or even mid-range budget movie would be an utter failure. Right. $13 million worldwide, and, which is weird because a lot of that, so, like, listen to what the opening weekend gross on this movie, just in the U.S. and Canada, was $4.2 million. So that's almost half of its entire gross was made in its opening weekend. Now, I don't know what the budget on this, it couldn't have been big. It was it, This was a small budget. This was a low budget. So, either way, the movie made its money back. But again, you know, you got to take into consideration, you know, a lot of people just aren't even going to the movies anymore. People just, I know. you know, so let's I, rent it, you do, know? Do they, count, do they count the VOD as box office or not really? I, I don't know. Like, does that, did that get incorporated into it? Because it's like 20 I know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think that counts as far as its uh, box office gross. Because it's still a home release, right? But um, I mean, I think I think honestly, this is going to be one of those like kind of cult classic movies. I think people are going to see this later on and be like, "Why did I sleep on this?" I I, I think that the, the the sole box office 
uh, numbers are probably from just horror fans in general. I think that might be really it. And, yeah. you know, um, maybe people that just kind of want to see something that's like, you know, like on the dirtier side, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. not that, not, you know, you know, people used to have to go to the movies to see that shit, but we don't have to anymore because you just like, like, if you want to look at porn, just like pick up your phone and in like two right. seconds you're watching pornography. That's it. It's it's like it's, right. it's it's easier than going to the movies, so I, I don't know if that's the reason why people are going. But um, yeah, I, I I I know that obviously, like for horror fans, this was a big movie. I feel like a lot more people should try and see this movie because uh, it's something special, without a doubt. And I can't wait to yeah. see like what the next move, movie brings to this. I have a lot of high hopes for it. And I think rightfully so. So uh, I hope that neither of us are let down by it, and I uh, definitely feel we'll, we'll def- you and I will definitely follow this, you know, as as time goes on and, and, and like with the updates and talk about it because it's like the big thing I'm looking at for like this I don't know for the 2020s basically. I think it's supposed to come out this year. If it was filmed at the same time, I don't see why not. I think it's supposed to come out later this year. I think that's the plan. And listen, if if. The next movie is just kind of more of the same, but set earlier. Fine with me. I'm very okay with that. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, as you guys have obviously heard over the last <laughs> 40 minutes, um, we can't really talk about this enough. It is it is the best horror movie that I've seen this year. Um, uh, maybe for the 2020s, I don't know. I, I really fucking love it. And it might not be for everybody, you know? I don't want to oversell it in that way. No, no. It's just... We've talked about why it meant that much to us. You know, we're big fans of the slasher genre and uh, you know '80s and '70s films. So it, it it was just it perfected that that look and feel, and it brought so much more to it too, which was unexpected. So you know, definitely check that out um, if it sounds like it's something that you're into. Uh, and if it's not, maybe just check it out anyway and just try try dipping your feet in a different genre of movie um, because it's well done. And I think he's definitely worth watching. This guy, so I'm excited to see what, where this uh, series goes. No, this is this is one of those movies that um, you know you guys just go discover and enjoy. Yeah, you know, don't read any other reviews. So just go fucking watch it. Go watch the trailer if you want to watch the trailer, and then go watch the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. And if you listen to this podcast, because honestly, like man. that's the first time I saw the trailer for this movie. First time I heard about this movie was when I saw the trailer. Uh, when I went and saw Scream. Yeah, I think I did too, actually. And it, I was immediately just like, I need to see this. I Yeah, it wasn't, because it, it didn't show too much, but what caught me was the no. look of it. That was yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I didn't know if it was going to be anything great, because like you know, like I, I didn't get much from the plot or the actors or anything like that. So I was like, I don't know. Like I obviously didn't want to reveal like who the killers were and stuff like that. So I was just yeah. kind of like, yeah. all right, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I guess like I'll just keep my eye on it. And then when I heard how fucking amazing it was, I was like, all right. And then you saw it, and I'm like, yeah, it's higher on my list than I thought it was. And I was, my expectations were fucking way met. <laughs> um, right. yeah. and, you know, way past, well, way past my expectations, really. So, uh, yeah, like this is, this is like, this is my movie, I think, for, for this year. Um, and I don't know, like, what's going to change that. I mean, Jordan Peele's got a movie coming out. He's always fucking great. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited to see some of these bigger things this year. And Cronenberg, too, obviously. I was just about to yeah. say, if the, if the new Cronenberg movie ends up coming out this year, which is, that's kind of on the fence right now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but if that comes out this year, that's going to be one to watch. So, But yeah, I mean, I'm right alongside with you. Um, right now, for me, this is number one. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I guess with that said, I mean, um, that's pretty much it, you know? You know, we'll talk about our plans for the summer and what we're going to have for topics are going to be and stuff like that. We'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, unless, yeah. like, I don't know, unless I get, like, hit by a car and I'm like, dead, <laughs> then I won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're good. We went dark today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be fucking crazy if that happened? And it's like, oh, man, like this this show would get so popular from just this fucking two, <laughs> just this two minute conversation I'm joking around about right now with you. You know, uh, like, all right. You know, hey, hey. OK, well, listen, do me a favor. Um, <laughs> teach me how to do the editing this way in case that does happen. I can continue without you. <laughs> I'm taking it. To, I'm taking it to my fake grave. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah. All right. So. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back uh, next month. We'll talk about what we're going to be uh, discussing uh, for that for the month and the summer, and some of the big movies that are coming out this summer that we're going to probably see and talk about as well. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed as usual. Check us out on the SoMeds. SoMeds. You got anything else to say? Uh, no, man, I'm good. I got something to say. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81 and if you want to follow me on slasher the horror-based social media site you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night so long everybody you've been listening to the sexy vampire teeth podcast